Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Istanbul Sour. Here we are today with Bark. Welcome back. Hey. How are you doing? All good. You? I'm fine. Thank you for asking. Um, so Bark, why don't you introduce yourself? Give us like a little bit of self-introduction. So my name is Berk Günçurk. Uh, I'm half Turkish, half Russian. Was born in Istanbul, but grew up in Russia city called Saratov. <laughs> Saratov? Yes. Where is it? Is it east of Russia? West oh, of it's Russia? quite far, but still uh, it's in uh, in central Russia, in okay. southeast of central Russia. Okay. It's on Volga River. Wow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, so mm, now we're in Istanbul. I am in Istanbul. Uh, I live here. I studied here. In, um, I'm an artist. Yes. Yeah. Yes, something very special about Bark is that Bark is a painter. Uh, Bark, let I want to get to the main point. Uh, why are you a painter? How oh, did you become a painter? God. Such a difficult question. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's start from the you know first so, point. So uh, I can't uh, say that I'm fatalist, but. Um, uh, I believe that uh, our life in a certain way somehow is determinated and uh, I did not have uh, any other way but not to become an artist, you know, there was no any other solution. I so see. There is, this is a uh, destiny we call, I guess. I see. So it, yes. was your, it was your destiny to become a painter. Yes, it was. How do you feel when you paint? I feel, I feel like that. It's uh, very stressful, very stressful. Really? I can't say that I enjoy painting. I enjoy the results. I enjoy, um, I enjoy consuming art, but producing art, uh, it's painful. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's what I expected to hear, by the way. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because I always see painters and they're having a hard time. Uh, they have. Yeah, very. What about the direction of your art? Can you tell me a little bit about the direction okay. of your art? So, uh, from technical side, I work in an academic technique. I do oil paintings on canvas, so it's quite traditional. Mm -hmm. And um, especially the technique I work with, uh, um, it's quite archaic. It's a it's called glazing technique, uh, but the subject I depict it's. Uh, <laughs> it's far from academy. How do you choose your subjects? Oh, there are uh, some things uh, I get inspired of. Uh, people, first of all. People. And uh, art of all the masters. Hmm. Uh, religious art, religion itself, people, marginalized people. Uh, yeah, something like this. Nice, nice. <laughs> and I was going to ask you, what, what was the, the biggest source of inspiration so far? Um, myself. You inspire yourself? Yes. Is it like a, a feeling, like you feel something from deep within yourself that is telling you things and you paint? Yeah. That is... Very artistic. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading. I was reading. I was reading uh, one of your interviews, 
Yeah. And you, the question was that um, they asked you, you, you uh, shared your express, you expressed your your interest in baroque. Yes. And then uh, the question was about, was it a, uh, is your style a post baroque style? And you corrected it and you said, it's, no, it's neo baroque. Yes. Could you please tell us um, a little bit about how do you distinguish post baroque and neo baroque? So like a post baroque, uh, like it is something which uh, probably would come after Baroque, mm -hmm. but right. we are so far from Baroque. Right. So it would be more accurate to say that it's Neo-Baroque. Inspired by Baroque. Inspired by by Baroque, yes, by the light, this uh, chiaroscuro, mm -hmm. this contrast between light and dark, but the subject is totally different from Baroque. Mm -hmm. Like, um, it's uh, far from religion, Far from mythology, uh, it's about uh, our time, contemporary Absolutely. people. You know? Different time and era we are living. That's true, yes, and uh, that's why uh, I can say that neo baroque is more accurate. If 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 um, religion was, can we say religion was the the engine that the motor that drives uh, the the inspiration for baroque? What would be the the source oh. of inspiration for neo baroque? You're, you're asking me about uh, about my vision of this. Yeah, certainly. Like, uh, of course, like, um, okay, what inspires me? Uh, I, ju I just told you, people. Uh, like, it inspires me visually. Mm -hmm. Baroque inspires me. Mm -hmm. Not um, conceptually, mm -hmm. not the, um, not this story. Of course, these stories are also inspiring. Uh, but, uh, of course, uh, for me, first of all, it is visually mm -hmm. all of how this picture looks. The look of the picture. Yes. I see. Yes. This is for me <laughs> the most inspiring part. Nice. Yes. And um, there was one part of this interview uh, that it caught my attention. It was about morality and art. Okay. And the question was that would you sell your paintings <laughs> <laughs> to, peop to, to figures that uh, are not following your moral principles. Okay. Uh, I can say that I don't follow moral <laughs> principles <laughs> of uh, most of the people. Uh, but no, I'm, uh, I'm not uh, categorical in uh, this subject. Like um, enjoying art, seeing art, consuming art, uh, it's not a privilege. And... Uh, who am I to decide who is morally acceptable and who is not? So, mm, I think art, everybody has a right to consume art. Yes, even especially Hitler. even Hitler, even a pedophile, even like uh, anybody, you know, anybody. And also, I believe that art cures souls. So, <laughs> what if what if what if what if art inspired them to do more more uh, fascist uh, stuff i don't <laughs> know i don't know um art i don't know art of course um uh, art can in uh, inspire to do a lot of different things also bad things and uh, all of us know how art was engaged in the past uh, in the ussr mm -hmm. Uh, social realism. Right. Uh, this is a, a stream of art which um, has a purpose, 
uh, of this propaganda, mm-hmm. of this um, communistic uh, lifestyle. And uh, we know social national uh, realism, which was uh, in, uh, um, uh, w- which was a Nazi art, and uh, which also has uh, some propagandistic purposes mm-hmm. of uh, this uh, p- doing propaganda of uh, Aryan race and all of this stuff. Uh, but um, still, even now, when we look back and uh, see this engaged art, which was full of propaganda of different lifestyles and uh, positions, uh, political visions, um, we, uh, I can say, uh, I speak for myself, uh, I get inspired from this art. I, uh, but I don't feel like going, you know, uh, going uh, and joining to communistic uh, parties <laughs> or, <Nice answer. laughs> or becoming skinhead or whatever. Right. Like I, all of us, um, I, I guess, like uh, it depends um, not on art, on us it depends, you know. I see. Uh, it's how us, we get. we yes, are the problem, yes, yes. Uh, not The art is a reflection of us. Uh, artists paint something, yes? Right. But uh, uh, what we see, what we interpret, it is our interpretation, you know? Yeah, I understand, I understand. So, now, How do you see uh, Istanbul? How do you see Istanbul um, in, in your art? It, does it, does okay. it have any influence on you, being in Istanbul, living in Istanbul? Uh, it's not obvious, I guess, like uh, in my art, I do not depict Istanbul, but all of those people who are on my paintings, they are all people of Istanbul. And uh, of course, uh, this city has a huge impact on me as an artist. The chaos here, this contrast uh, between social layers, um, between poor and rich, beauty and ugliness, it's inspiring. And uh, this is uh, what my art is about, I guess. Nice, nice. Um, Do you have any favorite Turkish artist? Uh, Me? (laughs) I like that answer. (laughs) Nice. Good, good. So, um, uh, how would you describe um, Turkish contemporary? Turkish contemporary art. Yeah. Yeah, it's... um, Interesting. <laughs> I don't know. Of course, I can, uh, you know, talk about it and uh, say a lot of kind of uh, in- intel- intelligent stuff, but it's boring. Uh, boring to talk about it. And also, to be honest with you, most of the times, you know, when I go to exhibitions, uh, I get bored here. Of course, there are some nice painters, nice artists. What is nice the reason? Stuff. No, no reason. I just uh, don't feel... Um, Connected? Uh, yes. Uh, um, and also, uh, art market here is uh, not so large. It's not so large. I see. And um, mm, I don't know. Most of the time I get bored here. But uh, of course there are some unique pieces and unique uh, un- unique stuff, you know. I get, uh, Sometimes I enjoy it. I see. But most of the time I get bored. In Turkish art, I, I can say that um, uh, what inspires me and what I like the most mm-hmm. in Turkish art mm-hmm. is Turkish music. Turkish music. Yes, so this wow. is uh, where I get my inspiration. Nice. Turkish music. Yes. That's interesting. What about Turkish music? Uh, what inspires you about Turkish music? Is there any artists you would like to mention? Oh, there are lots of artists. A lot. 
Turkish music is a totally different world, you know. And uh, for uh, for European people, from Western people, it's uh, I don't know. It's very difficult to percept, I guess, this music. For mm-hmm. me personally, it was when I came to Istanbul. It uh, it was for me a bit difficult to listen to Turkish music. Uh, because it's uh, totally different and they have, um, like, I mean, when I say by Turkish music, I mean Turkish classical music. I see. Like who? Um, like Utri, Dmitri Kantemirolo. These huge names uh, which created uh, Turkish uh, classical music. Dmitri Kantemirolo, he created a totally new uh, note system for, um, for writing uh, uh turkish music and um uh, you know there are uh, different instruments compared to uh, europe and uh, also note system is a bit different for right. example like uh notes in our western music like uh, it divides into two but here into four and after that again divides and uh, so there are much more uh, sounds in the Turkish music and that's why it can be difficult uh, to percept I for see. a person who is not ready. Yes. <laughs> I understand, I understand. Very interesting. Uh, by the way, I would like to mention that each of these questions has a lot to, to talk about. We can we can go for hours, I believe. Uh, but since we have limited time and this episode is about introduction of Bark and, and the Istanbul Sour vibe. So uh, that's why I'm going to move to the next question. Um, there is something very special about Bark. Uh, once we had this conversation and he was telling me about uh, that he was he met someone um, at, at Topkapi Palace. And the way he was expressing, uh, he was talking about Topkapi Palace, I felt like he's talking about his house. It's, <laughs> I was like, Bark, are you talking about your house or are you talking about Topkapi Palace? So... I know that Topkapi Palace, it's your favorite structure in the world. Yes, that's true. So can you tell us a little bit about Topkapi Palace? Yeah. It was a date, by the way. <laughs> yes. Accurate. <laughs> I didn't want to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was a romantic date. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a very important place for me. I have uh, lots of memories connected to this uh, place. Uh, somehow I feel home there, really. Mm-hmm. And um, reading about this place, discovering some new uh, parts of this place, mm-hmm. it gives me so much pleasure. All the time I go there, it's like the first time. Like uh, only this year, like in 2023, I've been there uh, approximately six times. Six times, only this year. Only this year, but uh, uh, yes, compared to my previous years, uh, <laughs> I uh, go there less. <laughs> That's true. I see. Uh, but I really enjoy going there. I enjoy being there. I enjoy looking uh, uh, to these beautiful, beautiful faiences, to this beautiful woodcraft, to this beautiful marquetry. Uh, all of these uh, incrustations with mother of pearl, turtle shell, and elephant bone, ivory. Like, uh, so beautiful, so charming. You can see how passionate <laughs> he is about Topkapi Palace. To those, who, uh, to those who are watching 
this or listening to this and they don't know anything about Topo Palace. They yes. don't. They say various Topo Palace. What is Topo Palace? How would you describe to them what Topo Palace is? Where Topo Palace is? Uh, it's like a precious box full of jewelry. Topkapi Palace is a precious box full of jewelry. Exactly. And why? Why? <laughs> I'm I'm a question. I'm I'm I the just, guy asking okay. why all the time. <laughs> why? Because uh, there are so many hidden treasures there, mm-hmm. and uh, um, it's an evidence of history, like from a historical site. How uh, should we how should we explore Topkapi Palace? Is there any recommend do you have any recommendation? I want to go to Topkapi Palace and yeah. I want to have a very uh, rich experience of visiting the building. Yes. What should I do? How should I start? Okay, first uh, you uh, enter the first uh, first how it is called in, in English in Turkish Birinci Avlu. Brinji <laughs> Avlu. Yes, okay. uh, you uh, the main entrance, the main garden, let's say. Uh, yes, uh, on that territory, uh, you just you get your ticket or you have your museum card. You pass through Babi Humayun Gate. <laughs> 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 After that, you find yourself uh, in the second uh, garden. Uh, there, you can start with visiting the uh, divan. Uh, this uh, the state um, room uh, where all these uh, government meetings uh, uh, took place. After that, you can uh, go and uh, have a look on the very beautiful watch collection. Yeah, there are different watches uh, from all over the world. Uh, yes, a very good collection. After that, you can go and. Um, see some Ottoman armor, beautiful, beautiful pieces. After that, I would recommend you to switch to harem section. Um, yes. Harem section is a little bit external building to, to the main compound, right? Uh, of course, it's integrated in this uh, palace uh, construction. Uh, but uh, yes, it's kind of isolated uh, from all other parts of the palace uh, because of this obvious reasons Haram. of uh, privacy. <laughs> privacy. <laughs> yes, yes. And what is interesting, uh, even, you know, um, between these areas of uh, harem uh, and uh, other parts, mm-hmm. like there is this uh, area um, in which the... Um, Oh, it is called in English. The castrated guys, the castrated slaves, uh, the workers or the harem uh, would leave. So it's kind of also the extra isolation, you know, right. uh, isolating this space uh, of the private of family and women and uh, the uh, territory of men, isolating it not only with walls, also with a uh, wall of people co- who has no gender. <laughs> it's also very wow. interesting. Wow, so you have <laughs> women in one section, people with no gender, and then man territory. Yes, yes. Kind of such like a this. brain designing such a structure, yeah. Great. Um, I hope maybe we can do an episode in the future where we can um, hear more about uh, Topkapi Palace and, and um, Barak's experience of it. Thank you, Barak, for answering my question. Thank you for asking. We'll move on to the next section, which is going to be rapid-fire question. Oh, no. 
Muhammad, yes. go ahead. Yes, uh, those guys are called eunuchs, by the way. Uh, very weird spelling, E-U-N-U-C-H. But anyway. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so uh, rapid-fire questions. Don't think too much about the answer. Just answers, whatever comes to your mind. Sure. First up, what is the most overrated painting, in your opinion? Um, it's very easy for me to answer. Mona Lisa. Ooh, overrated. Very overrated because I think that the marketing behind it was uh, mm. more than the art itself. Oh, okay. Okay, I need to say something also. Yes, yes. <laughs> but can I answer uh, like uh, the most overrated painting in Turkey? Sure, whatever. In your opinion, uh, Kaplumbata Ibiza. Ooh, we're getting canceled after this. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, big yeah. reputation. Big reputation. All right. Uh, if you could have one artist, dead or alive, paint a portrait of you in their style, who would it be? Uh, Leon Espiliat. Ooh. The the Belgium from Belgium, the insomnic painter. Oh. Okay. Top for that. me, for me, it yeah. will be uh, Georges de Latour. Ooh. A Baroque painter. I really Baroque Burke. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Baroque is a lifestyle. All right. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Hashtag Baroque. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Now, uh, if you could introduce one word from your language, like Farsi, Russian, uh, is what I mean, uh, into the Istanbul lingo, like how they use chow all the time, which is from Italian, they use it in Istanbul a lot, what word would it be? So you would start a trend, people would start using this word. I don't, I don't want to add anything. I think uh, Turkish Turkish language is rich enough. Yeah. Like city lingo, you know? No? I'm not going to, I'm okay. not going to, yeah, guys, don't worry, I'm not going to add anything. <laughs> Any the Persian like, language, <laughs> because already I believe there is a bound between Persian and Turkish, and I I think that's enough. Okay. There's already like lots of words in Turkish uh, which are from Persian, yeah. <laughs> so instead of Persian, I guess probably <laughs> like the, the only thing I would like very much in Persian is just instead of Afiyetosun, we say Nushejan, oh, and Nushejan, John. Turks know what John is, and Nush is you know I don't know how to translate even. Nush is like invigorating sort of thing. Like, to your John. Yeah, yeah. Invigorate your heart. That's beautiful. Like, a bit dramatic, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, add something from Russian. Russian. Oh, my God. Mm, I don't know. Uh, I uh, I can imagine integrating some uh, uh, Farsi words uh, into Turkish, but Russian words, like, uh, it's, it's a difficult Bro, question. Chow has nothing I need to, to be do. creative here. It's difficult, yes. you know? I feel pressure. <laughs> it's rapid fire. <laughs> okay, maybe some bad words. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, but they, uh, everybody uses them here, you know? When they hear that I'm from Russia, they start, ah, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they already use it. Counter-strike Nothing to Russia. add, nothing yeah. to add. All right, sure, sure. <laughs> Now, there are many odd museums out there. There's the Sulab International Museum of Toilets in New, De New Delhi, the Icelandic Phallological Museum, Museum of Penises, uh, National Mustard Museum in Wisconsin, and Museum of Bad Art in Massachusetts. What odd concept would you like a museum around? Oh. Because there's like a whole museum about mustard, so... Yeah. Okay. Get creative. I think we need to museum about nothingness because oh. it's just too much nothingness in in the history, in the future, and presence. Wow. So pessimistic. Oh yeah, my bro. god. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Then my answer would be a museum of hope, oh. because uh, hope uh, the only thing that we have. Yeah. Nietzsche <laughs> versus Van Gogh. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> yo, yo. Okay. This one's the hard one. 
Is AI generated art art? Okay. Okay. Oh, Ooh, that's a difficult one. This is the difficult one, yeah. Oh, uh, yes. It is. Mm. Yeah. Okay. David, is you it? You know, the uh, question is about what is art and what is not. Uh, we can say that something is art. Uh, like a... Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, even if only one person says that this is art, mm -hmm. so we can say th this is art. But uh, how strong this art, it's uh, it's another topic. Okay, yeah. okay. David? <laughs> I, I translate this question to myself as, is truth generated by AI truth? Ooh. And I think the answer is, to me, I perceive as yes. Okay. Wow. So it can be generated by anything. All right. You booked a night train for a reason. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, Bark, you want to have a final message? I I want you to to uh, share a final message. Message, maybe uh, a sentence in English and Turkish and Russian. Um. <laughs> yeah. Do whatever you feel like. It's just a final okay, message. Final, uh, all just the a same final message. Yeah. The same sentence in all of these languages. Whatever you feel like. Whatever you feel okay, comfortable. Okay, guys. Uh, there is uh, one thing I would like to share with you is art is a lie. Don't let them fool you, guys. That's all for today. Thank you very much for coming to the show. Thanks for having sharing me. your thoughts and your knowledge. Thank you for watching. Please subscribe, like, comment, info at me to talk dot cafe. And um, yeah, take care. See you. Bye. <laughs>